Thanks for listening to the Odd Couple Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Odd Couple at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. It is the Odd Couple. I am Chris. He is Rob. We're live from the Fox Sports Radio studios. And uh, you can follow us on social media as well. I am at Chris underscore Broussard on Twitter. Chris Broussard 68 on Instagram. Rob is at Rob Parker FSR on the gram. And look, real credit card questions that we all have on occasion require real people. Someone that understands your issues and works with you to resolve them. That's why Discover Card offers helpful U.S.-based, I say it, U.S.-based, people that are here in the country, available 24-7. All right, Discover, exceptionally common sense. We have a special celebrity corner coming up. It is a big-time actor, friend of the show, has been on with us before has a new movie coming out. He's going to tell us all about it. So that is at the bottom of the hour. You don't want to miss that for your non-sports takes. But uh, in the meantime, we're going to go to the NBA. No more baseball talk this hour. Uh, we will try to, you know, get our mind on more pleasant things. Um, and there's nothing really more pleasant right now, Rob. Then Ja Morant in the NBA. My, did you see some of what he did last night? Um, it was just a bevy of highlights. I mean, first of all, the dunk over seven foot Jakob Portal. Here, here's some of the play by play of his highlights. Grabbed by Adams baseball to Morant. Morant. Oh, oh good oh. night. End it all right there. Jakob Pertl has been posterized by John Morant. I thought I'd seen it all, and now I've seen more. A seven-footer just got ended at the rim. And then, Rob, did you see his play at the, was it the end of the first half? Yes, to, to close out the half. Oh, yes, my sir. gosh. Steven Adams throws a full-court pass from out of bounds. Jock catches it 94 feet away. In midair, turns in all in one motion without hitting the ground and sinks. I don't know what it was, a 16, 17 yeah, I mean, footer it, from behind. It, it was the, pretty the it was pretty impressive. It, it really was. And it took uh you have to have such athletic ability, Chris, to make right. that happen. Absolutely. A, I mean, there's skill in making shots, but my God, like that was one. And it, it reminded me like all the highlights he had last night was like watching that uh, Westbrook um, highlights of all those misses this year. Like, you may, you remember, remember we watched <laughs> the turnovers, that? Yeah, right. and, and all that. But right. John Moran, uh, he made his own, uh, Chris, and, and it was pretty amazing. And, and he's, been a, he's been a great young player for them. Last year, you remember, um, in the playoffs, he was good, right? Beat Steph in them. Got his yep. team to the playoffs. Yep. Uh, so he's had a nice start to a career, and it's funny because we talked about it earlier this year. When he was out, the Grizzlies kept winning, even without him. You remember he was a little salty 
uh, because when he came back, I think they lost Chris two in a row, and they he were lost like two in a row. Yeah, and they were like, "Well, we had one ten in a row before you got back. What, like, what's going on?" And uh, but they love him down there, and he's a great young player. Exciting. I think Rob, and we're gonna get to his MVP. You know, him in the MVP race. I think uh, he is the most exciting, and this is not prisoner of the moment. Rob G can attest. I've said this to him a few weeks ago. I think he's the most exciting player to enter the league since Vince Carter and Kobe Bryant. And if and Kobe obviously entered in 96. I believe Vince entered in 98. So I guess I would say the most exciting player to enter the league since Vince Carter, since Kobe was before him. Iverson, for all those that want to say AI, was before him. Uh, what about he Derek entered with Kobe. Yeah, I, I think Jai's more. I think he's more exciting. Really, and that's okay. not to say Derek wasn't exciting. Derek was phenomenal. Derek won an MVP and put right, on an right. unbelievable And I'm year. not saying I just, best. I mean, clearly okay. LeBron James is the best player to enter the league since Kobe Bryant and Vince Carter. But I'm just saying most exciting. Now, you, I mean, I'm, there are arguments for other players. Some right. might say D that, Rose. That, that's right. Some that's, Rob. Some might say. And I think there's an argument for this. Steph Curry. Now, it's not high-flying dunks and stuff, but just the distance he shot the ball with. He does have a tremendous handle, one of the best we've seen. He can finish at the rim, and he's, you know, phenomenal shooting the ball. And then somebody might say Kyrie Irving, just for sheer handle and things like that. But I would say, and I am skewing it. I'm looking at high-flying acrobatic plays, whether they're layups or dunks, dunks over people for a guy that's 6'2". And so that's what I'm looking at is exciting. Um, that's how I'm defining it. That's subjective. But I do think, Rob, um, I, think I, I think he's the most exciting player we've seen since... Vince Carter entered the league in, I believe, 1998. Let me check that out. Yeah, I just think it's, it's, it's such a subjective thing, and you just brought it up when you name people. There are other people who have different flavor, who love to see other things from people, uh, but he's definitely one of the most exciting uh, to, to come around. And um, Yeah, Vince was 98. Was it 98 for Vince? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, so, so definitely um, – He's in that conversation. Everybody has their different flavor and what they do. You have uh, one. Like, um, Would you say Rose? Oh, Derek Rose was a pretty amazing, and he did finish the job by win. You know, by winning an MVP, Chris. You know what I mean? Like it was that. Yeah, kind but of, I'm, yeah. I'm not even talking. No, about no, no. Like I know. Winning. I know. But I'm just yeah. saying, like that's how well he played. He made a big difference in a mark in the league. It was a shame that. He got injured, and you know what I mean? Right. We never got to see uh, D. Rose be that guy. Um, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pick uh, Derek Rose. And, and not, not that John Moran, I, I just think he's fresh in our minds. He's something we're seeing today. We saw yesterday. It's easy just to say, boom, it's him. Because we don't have a playback, Chris, of all the other players and what they were doing. At that time, we might have been – a little gung-ho about them, you know what I mean, or a little more. It's it's always easier to pick the guy you last saw. So I'm I'm going to say Derrick Rose. Yeah, Rose, Rose, I, 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 like I said, I feel strongly about Ja over Rose as far as excitement. Now, Rose was exciting. He was 
far more herky-jerky than Ja. Uh, dunked on people, not I don't think as much as Ja. I don't think he had the hops, that, as good of hops as Derrick Rose had. I don't think he had them like Ja and didn't dunk on guys as much as Ja. And some of that's because he was a two, he's a two-footed jumper. And that can, I mean, Dominique was also a two-footed jumper. So some of the best dunkers ever have been two-footed, Sean Kemp. But I think when you're a smaller guy, you kind of got to gather yourself. You can't, you're not just soaring off one foot over guys like we see Ja do. But um, no, nah, Rose was was terribly exciting. There's no doubt about that. And you're right, Rob. It's, it's just unfortunate. It's nice that he still has been able to play in the league and do well. Not and, and obviously last, not what he used not to this be. Year, right. But last year with the Knicks, he really had a big comeback and was an important player for them, Chris, off the bench. Oh, yeah, yeah. And that's he's with his man, uh, Thibodeau. But let, let's get to Ja in the MVP race. And I'm a voter. Right now, I would have Joel Embiid. And here's one of the big arguments against Ja. As great as he's been, he's in the running. I think Ja Moran, I think DeMar DeRozan, I talked about this last week, Rob. People got to start looking at DeMar DeRozan. I know he's not a name you typically associate with the MVP, but they're the second seed right now. If they finish as the second seed, he continues to play well, and, you know, Philadelphia falls off or Embiid misses some games. Uh, Milwaukee, you know, doesn't climb in the rankings. Um, Golden State, you know, Steph doesn't go on the tear. Like, I, I think his chances are really good. But here's the thing about Ja, and you mentioned it earlier, Rob. Their record with him is 32-18. and 18. Okay? And I'm going to guess. Let me guess. Let me guess. Let me guess. They're uh, 10 and 4. 11 and 2. Okay. <laughs> right. And here's the other thing, Rob. They started the season with a healthy Ja, 9 and 10. Ja got hurt, and they, they went, went 11, they went 10 and 2. Right. Because you remember they had 110 and like, it was like, right. 10 in a row. And that's when the fan was like, when Ja first came back, and the fan was like, oh, stay. Stay away, and you know, Ja right. commented on it in the press conference. Obviously, that fan was wrong, but I, but that's where it all stemmed from. And they've been able to win with Ja since then. But that, to me, that's a big thing. Thirty-two and eighteen. So the record is worse. It's a smaller sample size, obviously, without him. But their record with him is worse than their record without him. And I'm Which gonna say is this: very, Rob, very weird. I mean, very weird, and. Chris, I think you would only go ahead. Don't don't lose your train of thought. But I think you only hold it against him if there was some. If it's a close race, do you know what I mean? Like if you can yeah. make the case that say with Embiid and without Embiid, the Sixers without Embiid were one and nine. Do you, do you see what I'm right. saying? Like right. that would work in his favor. Yeah, if it's compared right. to John, if, if it's close, it's if point. it's close, There's, yep, and. I remember when Steve Nash won his first MVP. Uh, Steve Nash, again, a guy nobody thought of as a freaking MVP candidate. Dallas didn't even go all that hard to re-sign him as a free agent. The view was that he was on the decline. His last year in Dallas wasn't all that great. And then he goes to Phoenix with Mike D'Antoni. With the right and the rest system and players, and, and he won back-to-back. 
Well, and the thing that really made me begin looking at him is, man, and I voted for him. Uh, this guy's MVP was, you remember, he went to Phoenix. They played tremendously. Record was off the chain. Won like six His numbers games. were great, but but beyond that, it was Amari's numbers were fantastic. Joe John, I, I think Joe Johnson was there. Sean Marion's numbers were like, you didn't necessarily know how much of it was Nash. Obviously a big part of it, but was it more Amari and Marion or what? And then Nash got hurt. If I remember correctly, he sat out like five games, and they went in the tank. Right. Like, not only did they lose, but they weren't, they went from scoring like 107 points, which at that time was a lot, to like 85 or something. Like, it just, wow. everything shifted. And that's what made me say, this dude is the reason they've, you know, gone into the stratosphere. So, I with Ja, it's the opposite. And so, I'm not saying he can't win the MVP or he's, you know, disqualified because of that. But, Rob, as you said, if it's close, it, and it is close. That's and the Joel problem. And Joel Embiid, right. yeah. I, now, look, maybe Embiid's numbers, I mean, the first two games were terrific, but maybe do his numbers really decline if, when Harden's there? I mean, we'll see. But we'll see. And, and right also now, we have to see them. I think he's a front runner. Yeah, and we'll have to see them against some other competition, see what happens then. You know, even uh, – uh, Kerry Kittle said in the postseason they're going to change that around. They oh, will yeah, not the postseason, let, right. Right, they will I, I know that doesn't count for the MVP, right. but I'm saying as we go forward or get closer to it. So we'll see. But but I think Ja only gets hurt if it's a close race. In, in turn, because of their record. So right. you would go with Embiid right now? Yeah, Embiid I think is uh, because they didn't have Ben Simmons all year, Chris, and they still right. stayed in the mix. And that's not only this, on the court, a, but off the court you got to deal with that mess, Yeah. right? All right, uh, it's the Odd Couple, 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. Does Ja Morant have a legitimate chance to win the NBA MVP award? Where do you rank him right now? You're turned away in. Chris Broussard, Rob Parker, the Odd Couple, Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it, you listen to it, I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, it's the Odd Couple, Chris and Rob. Brought to you by AutoZone. They've got the free services you need to help you get back on the road. Like their free AutoZone Fix Finder service with over 5,600 locations nationally. AutoZone's here to help you save time and money with those free services. Getting the job done just got easier. Restrictions apply. Get in the zone. AutoZone, 877-99 on Fox. What are John Moran's chances of winning the MVP? Your thoughts? All right, let's kick it off with uh, Sam in Phoenix. You're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What up, Sam? 
Hi guys, I uh, love the show. Um, Thank you. Thanks. You guys are talking about uh, Jaw and and Bead, and I think they're definitely in the mix, both of them for the MVP. But you're not even talking about Nikola Jokic, who should be, in my opinion, the, the MVP. Here's right, my Sam, issue with Jokic because he's playing great. There's no doubt the dude is awesome. But they're the sixth seed, and I get it that he's got injuries. But the only time in the last forty years that a player has won it without being one of the top four seeds in his conference was Westbrook when he averaged a triple-double, which now might not seem like a huge thing. But at that point, nobody had ever done it except Oscar Robertson. So I, I think that's why Jokic, in my mind, that's why I don't have him like right where Embiid is or, so, or even Jai at this point. I, so, so, Sam, I, you don't, I, I, hear, go ahead, go ahead. I, I hear that, um, and I understand that. But, you know, you talk about, oh, Embiid's doing it all without Simmons, and now he has Harden. His, their, their spot is only going to go up. Um, and Jokic is doing it without Michael Porter Jr. or Jamal, Jamal right. Murray, and he's, he does more for his team than I think Jokic does or that, that Ja does for their teams, respectively. Here's the thing, though, and you got to admit this. Embiid is a great defender. And for all Jokic does offensively and rebounding, he's not a very good defender. And that's the issue with Jokic. But I, he's great. Look, Sam. I voted. I proudly voted for him last year. He obviously won it. But yeah. right now, I don't think he's going to win it this year. But Sam made a or good Sam case. Won. We appreciate it, Sam and Phoenix. What about Smitty in Virginia Beach? You're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What up, Smitty? Uh, what's good, my guys? Here, it's a privilege to be on here again, man. And, uh, Good to have you, my man. That's right. We appreciate awesome. So, you. Awesome. So the the previous caller, awesome point. And I think that the writers, you know, no disrespect, but you want a new story, right? And we don't want to have recency bias with Jaw's performance last night. Absolutely amazing. But one thing we have to remember about Jaw. Now, as a prelude, I'm really big into fantasy basketball. So right. um, into youth, usage percentage, right? And right. without Dylan Brooks. People think Dylan Brooks, I mean, but Dylan Brooks chucks. He chucks about 20 shots a game. And since Dylan Brooks has been out, that's when Jaws' progression has really hit another level, right? His usability has gone from 25 to 35%. So he just – and once Dylan Brooks comes back, I think we might see a little bit more – I mean, he goes I don't in, know if we'll yeah, see Yeah, because, I mean, just a, a month or so ago, he's averaging 24 points. Now it's all the way right. up to like and 27. So I, I hear you. Exactly. I hear you. So no, that, I do that's a good think point. that Jaw getting him to the third seed, right? And we can't think about that's how big, big of a present the Steven. record. It, it, it is huge, but we can't think of Steven Adams too. You're like, oh, well, he's just a role player, but that's a big piece there to take off of Jaron Jackson, Brandon Clark, and the other bigs there. He's just a solid there that just has Jaw's back and everything like that. But at the end of the day, I think it will be Embiid with the process and that whole story. Right. It just makes sense. He just sense, has to you know, keep the whole... playing. Right. You know, right. Embiid, yeah, he can't miss too many games. He's already missed a good amount. And, of and especially, too, with just the, the distraction of Ben Simmons not having him. This yep. season could have gone the other way, Chris. There's no automatic that they were going to keep winning and, and stick in there even before Harden got there. So it wasn't like – they were down and out, and then Harden showed up, and then they turned it on. They've been playing well. No, nah, no doubt. All right, our next guest, Celebrity Corner, 
We're going to get into this with him. He's a huge NBA fan, basketball fan. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Oh, my God. Time now for the Odd Couple Celebrity Corner. All right, this guy has been in some of my favorite movies, The Temptations, The Five Heartbeats, Above the Rim, Waiting to Exhale, Little Richard, Cool Runnings. We could go on and on. The Wiz? has a new movie coming out. A new movie coming out tomorrow. Hits theaters. Check it out. It's also got Bruce Willis, Kevin Dillon, and Frank Grillo. That's an awesome lineup. It's called A Day to Die, and we welcome in our man Leon What's up, brother? Yo, How are you, man? Leon, what up? What's going on? I'm going on. I'm here. I'm alive. <laughs> I'm well. <laughs> well, we look. Yeah, hey. you saying that because he's a New Yorker. He's a Knicks fan, so you know we got to ask him about his week. Well, Knicks. wait a minute. Well, well, last year he was uh, riding high, if I remember correctly, and things have turned quickly in the Big Apple. Quickly, right, Leon. And I, quickly. Look, I, I, I want to, we're going to get into because that. that I, I do want to ask talk. you quickly about your movie. Tell us about okay. the movie. We're going to get into basketball, but tell us about the movie. Like you said, it hits, it hits theaters tomorrow. Um, it looks well, no, like it's it it like it going to be really it's theaters, good. It's theaters Friday the 4th. Friday. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Right. The, 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 New, the New York screening um, is um, tomorrow night. Yeah. Yeah. Usually the big movies start on a Friday night, date night, but go ahead. Bruce Willis, yeah, tell yeah, us yeah. about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's a it's an urban action drama directed by a young up and coming um, black African uh, American, obviously um, um, director, action director, which there are very few of. So you know, right. I want this. I want this. The reason why I did this movie, I wanted this drive with this um, director named Wes Miller, and I think he's going to be doing great things. And um, yeah, the movie is about a. Um, a parole officer who accidentally um, kills um, a drug syndicate leader's man, and um, drug syndicate leader decides that he owes him reparations about two million, <laughs> about two million dollars, and he gives him about oh. twelve hours to get it to him. Now, oh, now wow. help me okay. with this that in an action good. film. I know Bruce Willis has been around for a while, but how does he maneuver the wheelchair around in this picture? <laughs> Uh, no wheelchair, but no, 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 no. Bruce is in great shape. No, great I'm just shape, playing. Man. I'm just, he's just yeah. been in so many movies for a long time. Oh, yeah, right, without a let, doubt, without a doubt. Yeah. Let's That's a lot of checks. That's a lot of checks. Oh, no, yeah. he's been in everything. He's been in everything. Let's get to the hoop. And I want to ask you about stuff around the league, but I can't let you go without saying something about your Knicks, man. Come, When are the Knicks ever going to get it together? Really? Look, in order for them to get it together, they must stick to a plan, you know. And and the fact of the matter is, they went off that plan this year. They had a good team last year, but that team team was predicated on defense. Okay, then they wound up giving um, Coach Thibodeau not the kind of team that he can have and play that kind of style that he likes. True, was a strong defensive team. So for me, they they basically, if they had a system, if they were moving the right direction. They went the wrong way. They took a wrong turn. You got to build on what you have. You have a strong defensive team. Don't bring anyone in there that can't add to that strong defense. But but wait a minute, Leon. You got to admit too that 
that uh, Julius Randle is not the same player. Last year, he surprised everybody, had a tremendous season. This year, he's not even close. They're mm-hmm. not going to uh, – teams are not going to let him beat them. So he's cha- well, he, he's been well, he's been he's changed, hasn't he? Oh well, no, without a doubt. But and what happened is, um, you know, the Atlanta Hawks exposed them, right? And everyone, and so everyone saw that, and they just followed the blueprint. So you know, in order unless he ch- he figures out a way to do something different, you know, like work on the right hand, um, <laughs> and and you know, and just make the right decisions. I mean, you know, really what comes down to Knicks, why the Knicks lose is down the stretch they make the wrong decisions. And look, Randall <laughs> is what he is, too. I mean, but last I, year, look, Chris, I he, was, more, he, he was, was great second last team year. All NBA, he right. was great. He was great. But that was an aberration. He's not like one of the top 15, 20 players in the league. No, and this no is, way. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so. Well, no, but, but not, me, not this, no, last year he was. Last year he year. was. I had him, yeah. I voted him on my second team. I think I had him second He deserved team. He made it. second. I had second or third. But let me ask you, are you one of those New Yorkers that's holding out hope about getting Zion? Obviously, there's issues with him in New Orleans. Can I ask you a question? Why in the the hell would would I want Zion? Well, it seems like all of New York is just holding his breath, hoping that they can get Zion. I hear you. Because I don't know when dude going to play. Okay, so check this out, all right? When he was drafted, and then it was the Zion sweepstakes, right? I kept telling everyone, everyone now tapped me on the back. I said, listen, (laughs) I I wouldn't take Zion. I'd take Java Red. He's NBA Red. Now, Zion has the kind of game in which I don't know he's going to be healthy a lot. This but when kid, he, but I, Leon, when he plays, he's put up tremendous numbers. They didn't win. Okay. <laughs> numbers and the numbers and don't Jai matter if they winning. don't equate to wins. Ja is okay. winning. Ja okay, is winning. so he's do you have Ja? I, I, Leon, I, I want your opinion on this. I think Ja is the most – and this isn't based on last night. I mean, obviously he was great last night, but I've been saying this for now weeks, if not months. He's the most exciting player to enter the league since Vince Carter in 1998. Okay, so now this is what I have to say. Um, I wouldn't say that he's the most exciting player to enter the league because when you say that, that usually implies the person when he entered the league, he was exciting. Right off the bat. He just like, you know, right off the bat. Okay. I mean I would say a couple players in the last two years that were a little bit more exciting in their rookie year than he was, although he was rookie of the year. He has become box office. That's okay. fair. He has become the most exciting. He was good. Saying that. He was right. good off the bat. That's why he won rookie of the year. He was good off the bat. But he's become exciting. Leon, let me ask you about the Lakers, and a lot of people didn't think it was going to work. Chris and I were skeptical of uh, Westbrook fitting, and then, you know, the older team, they have the oldest team in the league, and they've struggled to defend. Anthony Davis can't stay healthy. It's it's worse than we could have even imagined. But the other night they got drilled by the Pelicans, and, you you know, you're a big-time actor. You're sitting, sitting in the good seats down close did you see the players go after fans, and, and, you know, verbally and tell them that they don't know basketball and whatnot? Did you see all that? And what do you make of that when players 
are mad at fans because they got booed and turned on the crowd. Let me tell you something. You know, losing brings on all types of behavior, usually bad. You know, I mean, you, you know, you, you're frustrated. And when you're frustrated and you have someone saying something to you, look, when you're winning, when LeBron is winning, you can't say nothing to LeBron. You can't say a damn thing that, he, that would affect him in any way, shape, or form. Am I correct? Yeah, but fans have a right to boo, though. They pay their good money, right? If you're dissatisfied, yeah. Listen, they can do. They can, They definitely can boo. They definitely can boo, and you have to take it. You know, you just got to go out there and take it. If you're not giving them that product, look, the Lakers situation is this. I, I personally, when you say it wasn't going to work, well, I could see maybe it not working. But me not working with the Lakers means they won't win a championship. None of us right. had any idea they would maybe make the playoffs. Right, right. No, I agree with that. I don't think we didn't this say they wouldn't make the playoffs. Right. Yeah, as bad as it has been, I agree with you that we couldn't see this, but we didn't see them gelling and, and coming out of the West and winning a championship. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, one of the good things about being in New York, I, I don't think enough New Yorkers take advantage of it, but I tell Knicks fans, look, you got the Nets right there. You don't even have to ch- leave the city. And you could become a Nets fan. I mean, they Chris, came into Chris, your you're being, backyard. You're being naive. No, Chris I'm not. Well, no, yes, I'm not fans I don't change their allegiances. New Yorkers allegiances. don't do it. Yeah, they don't change they, their allegiances. But their team that came to New York, they got all awesome players. So let me just ask you this. Rob, what Rob, is your Rob, outlook? Rob, Rob, you Rob. Already, yes. you know, that's middle America talking, right? You I know. know. I hey, Chris ain't keep no. Chris ain't Chris, you're not keeping it real. Yes, it ain't going to happen. <laughs> Even when, when, if you were a Yankee fan in New York, when Strawberry and Gooden and all those guys were winning and nobody flipped over Chris and went, oh, the Mets are hot. Look at Daryl Strawberry. If you were a Yankee fan, right, Leon? You, you were a Yankee fan. You didn't care. The, ne- no, the, yeah, the no, Nets have I'll, to get no, fans yeah. from somewhere. But listen, I hope this is what I want to say something. The Nets... You're talking about the same Nets that have just lost 12 out of 14 games? That, that Nets? Oh, so you now you down on the Nets? It's injuries, Listen, you know, know that. I'm saying this. What I'm saying is this. You talk about an awesome team with great players and everything else. Okay, well, if they were that, maybe they would lure me over. But they're not. <laughs> <laughs> so, hold on. All right, so give me your give me your – what you foresee, it looks like Kyrie's going to be able to play home games in a few weeks, we think. Kevin no, Durant why, 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 is supposed to get wait, wait, back. Did you, did, you so see what, did you see today's announcement? Well, I, that he's not doing it just for Kyrie, and they're not doing it he's soon, not, right? Right, he's not going to do it because it sends a bad message to people. Right, well, just for Kyrie, but it, it does still seem like they may do it in a few weeks once they get all the science, right? That's what he's waiting for. Yeah, well, what's it? So know, let me, I, well, let me, let's I, I assume, so. I, let's assume they get Kyrie back and Durant. What do you see? Do you think they're going to be dangerous, have a chance to get to the finals? Oh, well, I, I, I think they definitely have a chance with those two guys healthy. And, and, but, you know, the problem you have to have is in order for them to win in the playoffs, the team has to gel. Those guys haven't even played together. I, I'm with you on that. I'm with you on yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's a team I don't know what's going on with Ben. Yeah, no all-star team is going to beat a, a team that gels. So what I'm saying is that they got to play games together. They got to get on the floor together. Right. 
No doubt. All right, that's our man Leon. We I wish we had more time, man, because I know how yeah. much you love basketball. We'll, we'll do, get you we'll on do it again. again. And good luck sure. with the movie, and, Leon. Yeah, I can't wait to go see it. I'm gonna take my wife. Thank you very much. Yeah, a day to die in theaters and VOD this Friday on the fourth. And more importantly. Yeah, when are you guys going to have people in the studio again? When are we going like, to get together? We, hey, up? we're not even in the studio. I know. We, have, we, <laughs> haven't been in the, we haven't been in the studio for two years. Crazy. Right. And can so, I ask you something? How do you feel about that? I got to admit, I ain't mad about it. Yeah, it's, just, it's not the same. I, when, you're in the, when you're in the same room, Chris and I did the it's Super Bowl together. It's definitely better, yeah. Yeah, when you're in the same room. You know that doing radio. You can play it's off little, each other. Yeah, you it's, know. A little, it's a little easier. Yeah. I'm just but, saying, guys. Can you at least step it up to some like to Zoom or something like that? Well, we do YouTube. We're yeah, on yeah. YouTube. We're on YouTube, so we yeah. see each other. Oh, oh, we do, oh, do that. Oh, 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 I see what it is. I'm not camera ready. I, I'm not. I'm not big enough to be on <laughs> yeah, YouTube. We're, we're not. Channel. We're not there I'm, yet, right? Yeah, we're we not didn't there want yet. you making us look bad, man, by putting well, exactly. you on here yeah, with I'm, us. I, I'm, I'm only here for voiceovers and stuff. That's, <laughs> that's all. right. That's all, right? <laughs> hey, that's a lucrative business. Go do some cartoons and movies. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Who are you telling? I know. <laughs> you tell it. Uh, I know. That, that's our man, Leon. Check him out. A Day to Die in Theaters Friday. Thanks, brother. We appreciate you. Hey, my pleasure, man. Take care. All right, man. Yep. More I couple coming your way. Fox Sports Radio. Keep it locked. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. All right, we are the I Couple. We're live from the Fox Sports Radio studios, and we're brought to you by one of our favorite cities. It's called Las Vegas. Probably heard of it, the greatest arena on earth. Every game, match, race, and competition, it is always on. No one does sports like Vegas, and the excitement, folks, is endless. So make sure to plan your trip today at visitlasvegas.com. Speaking of Las Vegas, This April 28th through the 30th, Vegas will be hosting the 2022 Draft, an event that will be unlike any other with unparalleled energy and excitement that only the greatest arena on earth can deliver. The best part, now through March 13th, we're giving away a trip for two to be a part of the energy and the excitement. That's right. You and the lucky person of your choosing can win a trip to Las Vegas during draft weekend, April 28th, Through the 30th, the prize package includes round-trip airfare to Vegas, a hotel stay on the Strip, access to Fox Sports Radio Draft broadcast, and more. My goodness, to enter and get rules, visit foxsportsradio.com. That's foxsportsradio.com to win a trip to Vegas during draft weekend. Rob, I'd love to enter that myself. My goodness, that looks awesome. That sounds like a good... Like a good time. Anytime you get to Vegas anyway, it's fun. Yep, yep. Now, let's go to the NFL for a moment. And we talked about it a little bit with Ephraim Salam. Um, as much as I didn't like the notion of, you know, Rodgers getting $50 million, And look, depending if he signs a four-year deal, depending on what it is those last two years, maybe it averages 50 But I don't think he should be getting next season $5 million more than Patrick Mahomes, who was the highest-paid player in the league this year. Uh, But I do think he, you know, the way it works, he's obviously one of the top quarterbacks in the league still. And the way it works is whether you're the best or not, and again, he's got an argument that he's the best, you become the highest-paid. So I don't have a problem with him being the highest-paid. 
And Rob, if I were the Packers, uh, I would do it. I would lock him up for three, four years. We're going for it. And, um, you know, you're still in the hunt with him. You got a very good coach. You got to try to bring back everybody else. Obviously, I'm bringing back Devontae Adams if I'm bringing back Rodgers. But, yeah, I would do it, Rob. Would you just say, you know what, go in another direction, save the money? No, I mean, that just doesn't make any sense. You don't have a guy. If you had Aaron Rodgers sitting there like when Brett Favre, when the time came, you could pull the trigger, Chris, but – they don't believe in Jordan Love. You know that. They drafted him in the first round. If they really believed in him, they could have done it on draft night, got a haul for Aaron Rodgers when he was disgruntled and didn't want to be there. They could have made something happen. You remember Stink said it was a done deal. He was going to Denver. You remember that two years ago? Right. But that's what I'm saying. Like They don't have a contingency plan, and he gives them the best chance to win. They don't need to win eight Super Bowls. They need to win one more. If they could win a Super Bowl in the next two or three years, Chris, it's worth it. That's what you want. Right. So, yes. And and it had nothing. Uh, five or five years ago, Matthew Stafford was the highest paid player in the NFL. It's timing. It has nothing Garoppolo to do with talent. Been the highest paid. Exactly. Yeah. It's, just, it's just timing. It has nothing to do with anything else. And when your contract's up, normally the money goes up. It doesn't go down. Uh we talked about Dak Prescott with his signing bonus, Chris. He made $75 million last year. Right. $75 million. Unbelievable. Really? Right, right. That's what right. he got in one year from the Cowboys. That wasn't his salary, but that no, was No, but with the signing up, bonus, yeah, that's how much money he got. Right, right, right. When he gets his W-2, <laughs> Chris, when he got his W-2 for last year, right. it was $75 no, no million doubt. was his earning. No doubt. No doubt. So... But, but but I will say this, uh, to cement the deal, I would get rid of Jordan Love. I'd make a trade, move on from him. Doesn't make sense to hold on to a guy who's drafted in the first round if you don't have plans for him. And I think after, how many years has he been in the league? You know, by year five, you got to either pay him or franchise tag him. So you need to trade him. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't feel like it's urgent because I, I like – it would I just don't be, think it's, Aaron Rodgers is sitting there like still, you know, like y'all got to get rid of Jordan Love. You know what I mean? Uh, and maybe one, I mean, you're right. If they lock Rodgers up for the next four years. It doesn't make sense. I'm just saying. You could use play. Right. You could but use Love for something. But I wouldn't be in a rush. I mean, if I can get something for him. But, you know, you could keep him as the backup still. Sometimes uh, it would best be. another it's, year it's, or so. It's symbolic. 